Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. This is the Eagle Hour with Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. Hey, good Friday afternoon, everybody. This is Bob Getty along with Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, and Michael Mergens in a special edition of the Eagle Hour. Broadcasting live today from Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Just had a delicious meal. We'll thank them for that. And uh, thank them for having us down here this afternoon. Glad to have all you guys with us. Here we got Michael Oset with us here. Location and... Uh, Making sure everything works. Yeah. Is everything working? I'm assuming so. <laughs> Dalton, is everything working? Sounds like <laughs> it, yeah. They're, they're all the way over there on 4th Street, and they left me back here for all the fun stuff. That's right. Well, Philly cheesesteak was so good. Oh. Yeah, not to mention the shrimp poor boy, Dalton. It had your name written on it. 4th Street Burger. Y'all didn't save yeah. me any either? Uh, Kelly said just leftovers. She's bringing them out there to you as soon as he gets off here. Oh, the how nice. I'm not, I'm not sure they'll make it all the way to the station. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, we're, glad that, so. <laughs> we're really glad to be here. I want to thank Slade White, the owner of the bar and grill here, for inviting us out and also obviously for sponsoring the Eagle Hour. We'll be bringing him on the show here in just a little bit. We want to talk about, uh, I, I tell you what, man, if you're a Southern Miss fan, this is the place. They've got the most incredible collection of memorabilia, newspaper articles, pictures. It's pretty amazing, huh, Kelly? And they go, I mean, going way back, way back. I mean, even before the glory years. Right, way back. Really impressive uh, uh, collection of Southern Miss uh, stuff here at 4th Street Bar Grill, and uh, again, I want to thank them for being here. All right, first off, uh, news, baseball tonight canceled. Uh, Southern Miss scheduled to play Gonzaga. Uh, tonight at six. That's been canceled. Luke, I know you've been out at the ball field, and you say it's way underwater. Yeah, I had, I had somebody tell me about the condition of it. So on the way in, I just went over there. The outfield is extremely soupy. Um, there's standing water on the warning track, and uh, you can just tell where on the edges of the field where they were trying to to move a few things, and it left indentions, you know, a little tire uh, in foul mm-hmm. territory. That's a, that's a bigger conversation, maybe for another day. But you know, we saw the the regional um, a couple of years ago. You know, the the field suffered some. Um, you know, and and so it's a it's a conversation that's got to be had. It has seemed like the last three seasons it has rained a whole lot more in South Mississippi in the first month or six weeks of the baseball season than than before. But yeah, it's it's pretty soupy out there, and they're not going to play it tonight. Uh, so the answer would be would be turf, right? Drain your turf. Put some uh, French drains in there, or more yeah. French drains. Right. Yeah. Well, you think the conditions will be suitable tomorrow? Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're, you got to figure out how you let it air out. Now, thankfully, it's not going to rain anymore today. It's like a 10% chance tonight. Uh, pray for some wind. <laughs> the sun's not going to be out. It's not going to be out. You know. So it looks like uh, they're going to try to go tomorrow around 1 and try to get a double header in, and then it looks like it's a washout for, for Sunday. I mean, right. it's out of your hands. Right. Um, but if, if if it wouldn't have rained so much earlier in the week, they would probably be playing it tonight. Out of your hands but under your skin. Right. And when you bring Gonzaga in all the way from the left coast, right. you know, and the expenses involved in getting the Zags here, obviously that, that there's more pressure 
to make sure these games get played. All right, so baseball, uh, as of today, ranked 23rd in Baseball America, 27 in the coaches poll, RPI of 38. Kelly, you were telling me, though, that uh, in the in the Massey ratings, they took kind of a dive after having lost three straight games. And you can t- there's concern about, about the bats. Of some, and, and we've acknowledged you know, on this show that, that not just Southern Miss, but pitching is going to dominate early in the season. But I think, I think the question is now people are going, is this, is this a bigger problem than meets the eye here early in the year? Is this going to continue? You know, and obviously you hope, you hope not, because going into the season, the people who supposedly know these things thought that this edition of the Golden Eagles was better than last year. Right. Well, I mean, you, you say that, and I, I believe that pitching has the upper hand. We scored 27 runs in the first weekend. I guess the runner-up in the Big Ten last year, a, a regional thing. We scored 27 runs in the first. I think, I think those, there's two anomalies going on. I think that we probably – you take away that, what was it, seven or eight uh, run inning in game three, you're back down to earth realistically because that 16 jumps off. And then I think the other anomaly is the Mississippi State pitching. Um, but what really alarmed you was uh, Tuesday night because there wasn't any really anything special um, by the pitching of, of uh, New Orleans. It was just strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Clutch hitting, not here right now. We saw it and really hadn't seen it uh, and since Friday against Mississippi State. And when you, when you talk about clutch hitting, let's address the strikeout situation. As a coach – you want to be able to at least have your, your batter put the ball in play. Yeah. I can move people around if we can put the ball in play, but a strikeout is really problematic because you can't advance somebody to second on a strikeout. You can't advance somebody to third on a strikeout. Um, so if, if, if the first step in getting back to what's right is just put the ball in play, you know, force the defense to make plays, as Southern Miss has been a victim of. Other teams have put the ball in the play, and the Eagles have kicked it around a little. You know, but, I mean, when you, when you force them to make a play, as opposed to just striking out and not making anybody make a play. You know. and, you, and you think about it. You didn't have to do that much offensively to get wins in the last two games. You didn't have to do anything. Because your, your bullpen pitching has been out of this world. Right. If you take away uh, right, and, and it was a Johnny Olstaff, you know, night for everybody. Um, but you, you look at even what Strickland did. So he gives up three runs against Mississippi State, and then your bullpen holds you down. Right gives up two runs in, in, three, in two and a third. And your bullpen doesn't give up. That's against Mississippi State and UNO, both very good hitting clubs. You've got, uh, what is that? That's about 15 innings of no runs from the bullpen. And, and further to, to further compound the problem is as a pitcher, you mentally prepare for a game, and if you're going out there knowing at this moment that your offense is really not providing you a bunch of help, all right, so then mentally you don't try to, but you press a little bit as a pitcher going, I have to be better than two runs because I'm not going to get any support. Yeah. Okay? Well, when you press, you know, Luke, having the level that you played at, when you press, you don't perform at your best. Right. You know, it actually works to the contrary. So just some things. And, and just generally, baseball speaking, Friday when we, we got one from Mississippi State, we forget their starter had 13 strikeouts. And so it was kind of what we experienced Tuesday night is what we were the beneficiaries of last Friday. Well, and we can't lose sight of the fact, too, that there has been no break in the schedule. Every team that the Golden Eagles have played to this point are good baseball teams. There hasn't been that traditional, I don't want to use, like to use the word patsy, but the traditional series that you put in there against the team that you you're talking about Ole Miss's schedule, right? That's what you're skipping. That you you know you're pretty much gonna beat the Golden Eagles have kind of taken the opposite approach 
and they played nothing but good teams. So Kelly Tanner, is that the is that the right approach to take? Because the bottom line is, is you want to, you want to play better at the end of the year. But I think, but I think, and I'm I'm probably not going to be real popular when I say this. As tough as the schedule has been, New Orleans is one you expected to win. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, and and as good as they're very young, so you'd expect you know you'd expect to be able to put one you know on them, and they're probably overperforming at this point. The privateers well, are they six and one now? Right. You know, and we talked about the the Southland Conference that they're in. You know, has some has some pretty no slouch conference. No, but Denny Crum, you know, he coached Louisville all those years. It didn't matter seeing how many losses you know they had. They always made the NCAA tournament and performed well because they had been there. They were tested. Now, see, this is where mine Kelly's age shows itself. Do you guys across the table know who Denny Crum was? Yeah, I watched him growing up. Okay, Monty. yeah. Yep. Coach at Louisville, yeah, absolutely. I hated I hated watching us lose in Freedom Hall sometimes. Famous, famous man. Now I, I need to I need to I need to just throw this in there. There's some Ole Miss fans up there cussing me. They they start they they play Long Beach State this weekend. They played Tulane last weekend. I was referring to Wright State. That's who I was referring to. Right, right. And they lost a game to Tulane. They lost a game to Wright State. Right, and uh, they have the they're playing a team this weekend that has the best name in sports. The Long Beach State Dirt Bags. Could there be a better? Could there be a better nickname? Leave it to the state of California. Don't they have like the Art Barks and the the Banana Slugs and some yeah. of the other teams out there? In yeah, Cal- Cal- avocados. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> avocados here. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're at Fort Football Grill. Where we really do appreciate uh, them bringing us down here today. Slade White is the owner. He's going to come up on the show here a little later. We're also going to uh, review. Where Conference USA Baseball stands right now, how all the teams across the league have done, go down the schedule of games uh, set tonight. <clears throat> and then we have to talk before we leave here today, guys, a little bit about basketball. Yes, Southern Miss still is playing basketball. It's hard to believe. I, I saw them. I think they were heading out when I was coming in on 4th Street. They were getting ready to leave. Right. And I headed up. Man, this is a this is a it's a tough stretch. Yeah, you can argue the whole pod thing, but and I don't have a problem necessarily with the pod thing. But can we play more than one game every ten days? Yeah, I mean, for consistency standpoint, it, that's it, difficult. it has killed the momentum of the entire league. It's just a ridiculous idea, and uh, so they don't play in ten games, and now they play Saturday and Tuesday back to back on the road. Yeah, you know. Uh, and when Doc gets back, we'll get him back on the show. He's. Uh, He's made it very clear how he feels about that. So uh, we'll be talking to Doc pretty soon. All right, we're at 4th Street Bar and Grill, needless to say. Where's that, Luke? On 4th Street. 4th Street. Does that, you think there's a coincidence there? Or was that? Uh, for, to help people like you, Bob. I got you. Well, it did help. Kelly found it, too. We'll be right back. Eagle Hour Live, 4th Street Bar and Grill. Glad you're with us. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Friday edition of Eagle Hour. Everybody. Glad you're with us this afternoon. We're broadcasting today from 4th Street Bar and Grill, not the First Bank Studios that we're normally in, but we 
obviously always want to thank First Bank for their support of the Eagle Hour, the first sponsor ever of the show when it came on the air almost three years ago. So our thanks to First Bank. But we're really happy to be here. We've got a brand new sponsor, and uh, we just had a great lunch. We've got the owner now. Slade White, owner of Four Street Bar and Grill. Slade, thanks for having us down here. Oh, happy to happy to have you. Uh, when I signed on, Todd said maybe a live podcast. Here we are a week later, and right, happy to have you. Well, the food was delicious. So thank you, thank you. Tell us a little bit about your business. What all what all you guys do offer? Well, uh, a lot of people just think that we're just another sports bar in town. Where we're really really proud of our plate lunches. Um, we have this place and sidelines, and we serve a good quality product. You know, use you know, Mississippi cat, catfish like one today's. And, uh, but we, we're really proud of our plate lunches. I mean, we've got the bar scene because the, we're at the old end zone location. Right. And that's just an iconic place that I grew up in while I right. around here. And, uh, so, uh, that, we don't have to advertise, advertise that part, but we're really proud of our plate lunches every day. Right. Well, Kelly and I can attest to your shrimp poor boys. My <laughs> gosh, there was no shortage of shrimp. And you guys actually bread, you don't, you don't buy the pre-breaded stuff. So like, tell us about the, the hamburgers and the, we, like, we, we go that extra mile. Like, uh, we buy good quality shrimp. We, uh, we, we bread it ourselves. We hand patty our burgers. We just put out a good product and we got everyday home style cooking for it. Eight ninety-five with a drink. Uh, and how many days a week is the lunch available here? Monday, Monday through Friday, regular menus all the time. A right. uh, big part of our business is that we stay open to one thirty at night. So right. a lot of that after-hour crowd from other restaurants they come here and eat after work. But uh, normal lunches run pretty much every day, eleven till two. One of the other fun things to do at Fourth Street, and I've, I've participated many times, is they have trivia here. Uh, sometimes in late afternoon, sometimes in early evening. But the, the trivia trend now with a lot of it is, is aimed toward the younger crowd. But there are some people our age, Bob, you know, that will still want to get out. I mean, we'll leave by 8. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you know, trivia for even us older folks. Correct. We, uh, when we do our trivia now, it used to be just a late-night trivia. Uh, but we have professors from Southern Miss or normal guys that come in here in the afternoon, so we do an early trivia as well every three weeks. Right. So follow us on Facebook and we can keep up with us. All right. One thing we've got to talk about while we have you here, Slade, is this incredible array of Southern Miss memorabilia. Tell us how you came about all this. It's just amazing. Really. It's it's uh, a lot of it. Mike and Gail were, were the previous owners, and then they moved downtown to open the end zone, and their place was just kind of limited. So a lot of it we adopted. Some of it we found. And we framed it, uh-huh. and then you get people that come in and just in awe, like you said, just haven't been here in a while, and they just see the representation that we do for Southern Miss, and they donate stuff. Mm. Um, uh, like for instance, that that nice that nice framed thing of the aerial view on the on the wall, and right. there Brent Wallace say, "Man, y'all got incredible collection," and he donated that. Right, so right. You got stuff that goes way back. Absolutely, way, way um, back. And then we even have new stuff like. I guess I got me getting new dozer jerseys since he's traded, but right. you know, even like even like your uh, you know your local, we we support baseball big time, right. um, this football everything. But so we have our own baseball wall, and then we have our little Saints wall, and then but just come in and look around. I mean, you can spend an hour just looking around and seeing. No question. The pool table stay pretty busy too, don't they? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. What's your career record in foosball, Kelly? That was what I was going to ask you next. Arthritis in my wrist. <laughs> I haven't played in a long time, you know. But then, but that's available. I was coming around the corner. Lewis Lips is looking at me. There's a '97 Liberty Bowl. Uh, 
Uh, of course, the iconic one has OB and Coach Bauer in it. The NIT team. The NIT team over here. Yeah, it's yeah everywhere. That was really cool. The yeah. NIT team. Poster, yeah. yeah. That was a basketball team there. That was. I, I, that's back when I was coming over every other weekend to see my dad. And, you know, I remember those days, the Casey Fishers and the Randolph Keys and John White. That's, that's when the greenhouse was popping. We came. We saw. We, we tore the house down. I see the Dozier the jersey over here, and I see where Brian came and signed yeah. it. Little listeners, so what a nice guy is Brian. He's amazing. He's amazing. He uh, he's he's normally at my Mardi Gras party at sidelines. He didn't make it this year, but me and him just get together. He's so easy to talk to and right. to hang out with. And right. such a good, godly man. He's just a, a good guy. And he's easy to talk to. So right. if you ever see him, approach him. He's cool. I want to ask you, Slate, about the success of your business because statistics are really against small business owners, particularly early on right. in a business's career. Obviously, and not to sound patronizing, but you guys are doing something right, not only here but at Sideline. What would you attribute this the overwhelming success that you guys are having? Kelly, I think just overall it's just hard work and striving. Uh, my, Kevin Walters is my partner, and when we opened Sidelines, I didn't get a W-2 from Sidelines until the third year. I've always done other work. I, I'll, I'll swing a hammer. I do. I still do marketing. I do other stuff to not take out the business and. It worked great out there. Here, I can say that we're finally getting a paycheck on a steady basis, but yeah. after five years of sidelines, and we made it our first year over here, but just you got to punch down and do it. You know, we he manages a lot out there. I manage over here, and, you know, I work on toilets myself. You just, mm-hmm. I don't pay people to do something I can do. So right. it's just a lot of hard work. You do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you own two bars, you have four of the jobs. And, you know, you know it's, it's really interesting, too, uh, this this is open on Christmas. Yep. Which and, and you'd think who in the world would want you would be surprised. It's amazing. How many people are on Christmas night? Is that right? Christmas and Thanksgiving. I'm told. Right. I know you're here. Tell us the truth. How many times has Kelly been tossed from your establishment? Oh, this week? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just to see that one to hurt you. Right. <laughs> no, we have, we have a good support crowd, including Kelly, and just a, such a wide variety. I mean, we're trying to, you know, over here, keep the neighborhood clean and everything, so right. we just... Yeah, a good variety. Obviously, the athletic department of Southern Miss is important to your business. Their success, I would, I would think, helps lead to your success. And we pride ourselves on that. We are, you know, naturally we can't be a. We're year one into the business. We just made our first year, and the lights are still on, so that's positive. So, um, we pride ourselves if, if the game is on somewhere, we have it. Mm. We go out of our way. I just redid my TVs to how we can do it. So. Now, if you come in here and there's a baseball game on or a football game on, I can put it on up to 10 TVs around the bar, mm-hmm. even if we're streaming it on my Roku or my Apple TV or my computer. And I hear the college kids all the time, too. The big thing now is pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, we kind of call it tailgating, but like if the weather's bad or there's a pre-game, a lot of the college students will come here prior to the basketball game at Absolutely. Reed Green or the baseball game at the Pete. So this is this is your pregame territory. We're right, right there. I mean, we're football. I'm looking out the door. I can see the rock right here. Yep. Yeah, just yeah, that's right. You can walk now, out the trace to see. You know, to now, I'm going to turn over and look over your shoulder, and you're going to see a couple that drove from Winona, Mississippi, straight to your place to have lunch. Wow. I appreciate that. <laughs> that, is, that is a great family right there, awesome. and huge supporters of Southern Miss Athletic. 
She's a wonderful lady. I keep my eye on the guy sitting right, there. I, need, the I need to watch him. <laughs> I got my camera zoomed in on him. Winona, Mississippi. Winona, Mississippi. to Naomi, Mississippi? No, it's Winona, Mississippi. <laughs> Mr. Al Baker <laughs> and Ann Baker from Winona, Mississippi. Happy and uh, they, they're great people. And, uh, and hopefully, hopefully people that listen to the Eagle Hour will know now that this is a great place to come if you're in town for weekend baseball, yes, sir. Uh, if you're in town for basketball, and uh, what have you. So listen, man, we thank you uh, very much for having us here, and thank you for supporting the show. And, uh, and to show you how charitable they are, too, Bob, there's a young man in the other room wearing a, a hat representing a school in the far far northern part of the state. Wait, may you allow that, sir? I was just saying, I'll, 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 been, I'll go kick him out. I just <laughs> <I've been sneaking laughs> <good. laughs> take care of that. It hasn't even been roughed <laughs> up. You know, roughing up just a little bit, right? <laughs> Which of the schools is it? Would it be the... It's Luke's favorite. We'll put it that way. Um, uh, he just, I don't have a favorite other than Southern Miss. He needs to be roughed up. I, I, I was being sarcastic. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I called that, and I fought back yeah. against that. <laughs> All right, let people know your hours, Slade. We are open every day from 11 till 2 a.m. Uh, we do last call about 11.45 at night. But um, like I say, the kitchen's open from 11 to uh, 1.30, open at noon on Sunday, uh, and noon to midnight. So come by and see us. Like I say, we've got a great plate lunch. We do. We I think we got a pretty good product all the way around, so come by and see us. Well, thank you very much, and the food was delicious. Thank you. Thank I you appreciate for lunch. It. it. was very, Happy very to have you out here. And NFL Sunday's going to be Max Inc's crowd. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a big Sunday, too. So, yeah. Are they in the NFL? What do you think about the no-call slave, real quick? <laughs> oh, Lord, are we going there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it cost me a lot of business. Todd Lumpkin told us to get over it. So, uh, <laughs> I was about to quote. Coach Todd Monkey, get over it. <laughs> hey, not only is a personal thing, but when the local teams do good, we do good. So we support the school. Sure. Sure. Thank you so much, Mike. Yes, we sir, appreciate you being here. All right, Eagle Hour broadcasting live from 4th Street Bar and Grill. When we come back, we're going to take a look at Conference USA Baseball, where the standings have us, who all is playing tonight, uh, what are the matchups, and then, of course, we want to talk a little bit about Doc Sadler and his guys as they're on the road. Getting yeah, they were, they were heading out right when we were, uh, right when we were getting ready to go on air. All right, tough, tough matchup for basketball this weekend. We'll have more about that when we come back. Eagle Hour live from 4th Street Bar and Grill. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back live at the 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens from Stanford back at the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Happy to have you with us today as we are 
just enjoyed some good lunch and looking around at kind of Southern Miss artifacts uh, everywhere. This uh, segment brought to us by Campus Bookmark, located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg or online at campusbookmark.net, the world's number one place to go to get everything you need to cheer on the black and gold. Well, baseball, uh, if you're just joining us now, baseball postponed tonight against uh, Gonzaga. Uh, Zag's in town, and uh, the the uh, field took a lot of rain last night, and so they have postponed tonight's game, going to push it back. Double header tomorrow at the peak, one and four, and then a TBA for Sunday. You would think if they go Sunday, they got to go pretty early, Bob. Yeah, I'm thinking Sunday may be iffy. Maybe, you know, weather permitting, too. You know, the last words this time of year, right? Well, as we've been saying, we're at the 4th Street Bar and Grill, and uh, they're very gracious to give us lunch. Michael, what did you eat? 4th Street Burger. Was it good? Awesome. You recommend I have it? a feeling I'm going to be craving that during the yeah. week now. Now, Michael, you have probably heard that earlier conversation. There was some mention of the Saints, and I asked Kelly, are the Saints part of the National Football League? This coming from a Redskins fan. Yeah. You know, ironic. Yeah. And his only Redskins shirt looks like a Rutgers shirt. So, I mean, I don't know what he's talking about. You know, we're, so. we're here also celebrating Luke's 36th birthday. Is it? Yeah, tomorrow. That's right. Congratulations. I appreciate um, it. One of the things that jumps out to me about this memorabilia, and, and only you, Bob, and I can probably address this, and I'm not trying to, to be funny about it, but when you look at some of this memorabilia, what, it's, what stands out to me is it seems to me like it was yesterday. You're right about that, Kelly. You're you know, right it's amazing that. how fast time goes. You look at some of these newspaper articles about beating Alabama and beating Auburn for the second straight year, Reggie Collier, and, the, and I, look, I, just, my, I think my favorite thing is the NIT. And do you know that was about 32 years ago? Yeah, yeah, just to remind you guys, I was, uh, I was about to turn four when we went yeah. to NIT. Yeah. There you go. So I'm saying as you turn 36, it only goes faster. Well, yeah. clearly Luke played on some, a good era of football, but but I, I, I sometimes think that younger Golden Eagle fans like Luke, like Michael, it's kind of unfortunate because they weren't old enough to really know how glorious football was at one point at Southern Miss. You like you current know. Redskins fans. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> was right back in the 1930s. Listen, we will turn this car around, right? <laughs> if he's got any pictures from the last time the Redskins played the Super Bowl, it's on a 3.5 hard disk. <laughs> It'd be black and white as well. Yeah. And uh, the Bengals? Look, I, you brought up the Redskins thing. I, I never did bring up the Bengals. So I know better. Michael, thank you very You're much. Welcome. All right, Conference USA Baseball. Uh, here's the schedule for tonight. Texas State at Rice, Binghamton, pronounce that, Kelly, Binghamton, Binghamton, I don't know, at Binghamton, Binghamton, Marshall, Kent State's at Charlotte, Rutgers is at Old Dominion, Radford is at UAB, Middle Tennessee is at Memphis, Moundmouth is at Florida, Monmouth, whatever, (laughs) Florida International is at Jacksonville State, Arkansas State at Louisiana Tech, Bradley at UTSA, Gonzaga is here, of course. North Florida, Western Kentucky. Guys, I'm looking at I'm looking at where we are in baseball, and here's two things that really surprised me: the two worst records in the league, Florida Atlantic and Rice, three and six. Monmouth. <laughs> Isn't that something you go to the dentist to have yeah. third? You know, uh, I, I think I got a bad case of Monmouth. No, no, I think it's more like an infection. Or something. Monmouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, what do you think? Florida Atlantic three and six. Rice three and six. Does it, 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 it does surprise me a little bit. Uh, Merville Melendez, I think, is you know, at FAU now, the baseball coach there, who did a terrific job of getting Alabama State turned around. He started his coaching career at Bethune Cookman, uh, a bilingual coach can speak Spanish and English. 
has immensely helped the recruiting aspect, you know. Uh, so the fact that they are off to that slow start is, is surprising to me. And, and perennially, they're the two of the best teams in the league. At least early in the year, I get that. But uh, on the other hand, UAB off to a 7-2 and two start. Louisiana Tech, traditionally a pretty solid baseball program, 6-2. and two. Western Kentucky, 6-2. and two. And uh, here sits USM, 4-3. and three. What, What's intriguing to me, you guys, about the Louisiana Tech start is, number one, they're coached by Lane Burroughs, who is a Scott Berry disciple, right, knows all about the Southern Miss program, was an assistant here. But when you look at that Louisiana Tech roster, there are guys, there are texters from right here in our backyard. Okay. A lot of Mississippi yeah. kids over there. And I mean, right yeah. from our area, too, you know. So that's going to be a real interesting uh, throwdown when those two teams get together because there's a lot of local flavor on that La Tech team. All right, guys, your take on the Gonzaga series. What, uh, maybe stating the obvious, but what does Southern Miss need to do to get off the snide here? Get hit. I mean, if, if they keep. Coach Harmon on Wednesday told us about their rotation. Uh, game one, if they stick with him, this guy's going to be pumping 93 to 96. So we were told uh, there's no rest for the weary. You know? So you just got to come out. And I think I'm satisfied, is what Kelly said earlier, if we just put the ball in play. Uh, I just want to you have to cut down your strikeouts, maybe cut them in half, um, at least try to have less than six strikeouts for the game, and then try to, try to be airless. I mean, just – play solid baseball. I'm really looking for Daniel Lynch. Um, he's too good of a player to be batting under 100 right now. I mean, he's too good of a player to be batting under 250 right now. Eagles only have four hitters above 250 right now. That's got to improve. Yeah. Uh, huge, huge loss right now is, uh, is, is the bat we had at third base last year. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Uh, uh, he's a young kid. He'll only get better. And Kelly, I thought you made a really good point earlier in the year you got to get some guys in front of and behind Matt Warner, or he's not going to see a pitch on you. And he and I, and most people who have followed Matt's career have said he's not off to to the best of starts, you know, uh, from what. But but in fairness to him, the bar's been set so high as what people are expecting, and I think that's a little bit unfair too. I mean, he's still a kid, you know, but to expect him to continue to excel. Well, he's a usually he's a Minnesota winter guy. He in, until late March, that's when he heats up. I mean, he'll have. I don't think he's. He's had more than maybe five home runs um, through March in, in either previous of the years. He, in April, he starts hitting, and in early May, it's just when he starts lifting off. Still cold in Minnesota, Michael? Yes. Yeah. Still seeing all those posts on Facebook. Don't miss it. But you wonder, okay, so so Gidry, if Gidry sticks as a, as a DH, uh, McGillis, was, he, he hit one pretty good the other night. He plays good defense. Um, you wonder if Charlie Fisher gets in there as an infielder. I mean, you wonder you know, where he fits. Um, you wonder where because uh, I tell you what, bro. If they keep missing, if they keep swinging and keep hitting the air, Scott's going to put the guys in there. Scott's going to throw guys in the fire, and 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 I think that we need to try that. I think there's plenty of guys uh, that that can do that. And so this is a weekend. I'll tell you what, if somebody doesn't get get it done in game one, there may not there may be five new faces in game two. <laughs> they need to win this. They need to win these games. Got to. And, you, and you tweak your defense, so you tweak your team's lineup so that you're ready to go come Conference USA play, so that you're confident that when you enter Conference USA play, you can confidently say those are the nine best I have. Mm-hmm. We've been through the trial and error process. Everybody's had a chance here That's to right. a degree. These are my best nine. So you expect a little bit of experimentation there. But, but when you get to Conference USA play, that, that's when they count. They really Everybody's count. losing some games sure. early in the year, too. I mean, Ole Miss has lost games. Mississippi State's lost games. All right, before we run out of time here, I want to switch gears. I want to go to basketball. 
uh, Western Kentucky, the opponent for the Golden Eagles, Sunday afternoon of all time. Western Kentucky, 17 and 12, 10 and 6. I think you were at the Western Kentucky game. We were both at the Western Kentucky game. Very athletic team, I thought. Uh, very good, big players. It's a tough matchup. And form, coached by a former Mississippi State coach, Rick Stansberry. So right. he knows a lot about the, you know, the Southern Miss basketball tradition. But, boy, you talk about absolutely dead in the water with this pod schedule. Southern Miss was hot as a firecracker. Well, and then they don't get to play for like kind of ten days or whatever it was, right. and lost to UAB. So I'll be I'll be really interested to see how this team bounces back. Uh, they beat UAB last night on the road. They won seventy three sixty seven last night. Bassey, who's who might be a lottery pick. We don't know if he's going to come back. He's their big six eleven freshman um, from from Africa. Uh, he went eighteen points, thirteen rebounds last night. Correct me if I'm wrong. In that game, they kind of play a wide zone, and they've got some bigs on the wings as well. I think like a six seven, six seven, or six seven, six eight guy. So Eagles are going to have to shoot it from the outside. If you go back to that sixty six, sixty three loss uh, that the Eagles had to Western Kentucky earlier in the year, uh, we went five of twelve at the line, lost by three. Shooting the free throws better. Uh, well, Western Kentucky played. Last night? Yeah, they beat UAB last night. How is that fair? Well, they probably didn't play last Saturday. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, but you see what I'm saying? How yeah. is that fair? So Western Kentucky beat UAB last night, 73-67. I could go through the other scores, but I won't. But the other pod score, Old Dominion beat UTSA 65-64. And, and of course, we still have Old Dominion. That'll be next Tuesday. But, uh, next Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, yeah. At ODU, and then we finish up the regular season back at home again against the Roadrunners. I also want to point out that the ladies are 16-11 and 11 on the season. They play tomorrow at 4 o'clock here, here in Hattiesburg. Uh, they'll be playing Texas-San Antonio. And uh, they, softball is in, in uh, the dark so, corner. Softball, the yeah, they're over in uh, where you drop through the interstate and spit in Tuscaloosa. And uh, they, dropped, they dropped game one uh, to uh, St. Francis, and they got to take on Alabama a little later on. Well... Just thank goodness they're not playing my mouth. <laughs> tell you what, well, tell you what, my, tell you what, my my mon mouth did every time I drove through Tuscaloosa. I rolled down the window, hocked one, let it fly. All right. Well, on that pleasant note, we'll be back live from Fourth Street Park. Enjoy your lunch. Well, there you go. <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back at the 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens, Dalton Stanford pushing all the right buttons back in the First Bank studio. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Carter's Jewelry, located online at cartersjewelry.com and in Petal, Mississippi. Thankful for their support. Thankful for uh, the uh, support of the 4th Street Bar and Grill, a place where you can see all kinds of Southern Miss stuff, great plate lunches, and uh, we are 4th Street Burger Margins. That's what you had. Yep. 
two shrimp po' boys, not you, them, them, and then I had a Philly huh. cheesesteak. It was uh, tempting, though. It could have been. It was. Before. Onion rings were good. But to be clear, Luke, I only ate one of the shrimp po' boys. You said two, right? <laughs> well, Bob's the other one. Yeah, okay. I noticed something you did, too. I found a little odd. You ate all your french fries, and then you ate yes. the sandwich. Yes, high five. Do you I do that thing with onion rings? Yeah, I separate my food. Is that the I moment do. how you do? I guess I do. Yeah, well, it depends on what it is. But yeah, I don't know. Really? You know. That's what I do. Normally, food isn't around long enough for me to even notice what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I did call my buddy though and said, "If go to go to Winona, Mississippi, and loot every house you can get." Because <laughs> the mansion is unoccupied <laughs> right now. Yeah, cat is away. <laughs> couple couple news stories. Uh, Southern Miss uh, softball team drops a one zero. Game to St. Francis. They are over in Tuscaloosa and play the Crimson Tide tonight. Won't get any calls in that game, but they'll play at 6 p.m. Good news continually out of track and field. John Ellis of Southern Miss Track and Field, one of Coach Stewart's assistant coaches, has been announced as the NCAA South Region Men's Assistant Coach of the Year as announced by the U.S. Track and Field Cross-Country Coaches Association. That was announced this morning. He's in his fifth year um, at Southern Miss. John Ellis, John Stewart, that whole staff over there doing a dandy job. Four men qualify for the indoor championship next week. Really great, great job. Michael, do you detect a little bitterness on Luke's part about Alabama? I don't know. I just sort of picked up yeah, something. Spitting, no call, what have you. But I do think, but I do think in, if you're listening in the Hattiesburg area on our Super Talk Network stations, there are some girls on that Alabama team, I think, that went to PCS. Of Hattiesburg, really. Uh, Reagan Dykes, I think, played at at uh, at PCS. I love where she's from. Don't like where she's now. I hear you. Uh, crush them, Wendy. Crush them. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, Brian Dozier, uh, right now, uh, has hit his first home run as a Washington National. There we go. There we go. Great. Jersey, right, right back here on the wall. Well, they need, they need yeah. somebody to pick up the slack because uh, Brother Harper's gone now. How? Okay, to talk about that, dude. We were, we were shooting the bull over lunch. Have you? There's, there's no 13-year uh, contract that's ever been signed, Kelly. Not that I know of. And why 13? What's the significance of 13? He's going to be there until he's 40, basically. You know, well, which is a huge mistake because, I mean, you just can't find guys for that long. Uh, they, they have all the bargaining tools. Those guys, I mean, you look at Miguel Cabrera's contract with the Tigers. I mean, he signed a 10-year deal back in the day, and that at the time was, was out of the ordinary. But clearly, as he gets into his mid-30s, his production is starting to drop, and you're saddled. Yeah, that salary. I mean, Bob Getty signed a ten-year contract. We're only six years into it. Right. So for four more years, we're stuck. That's exactly right. No opt-outs. All right. Holy Cross uh, head baseball coach on the show next week. Also, Tim Yelverton, a former PGA golfer. You say you know a PGA. You know, there's a lot of good PGA stories mm-hmm. originating from Southern Miss. Right. You know? So right. as we get in more into the golf season, I'm sure we'll be bringing more of those to light. So we'll look forward to that and uh, follow the track team next week as well. Uh, Michael, thanks for coming down here and setting all this up, man. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we're not real good on the technical end, are we, Kelly? No, and, and Michael's the man with such few words. Yeah, but, yeah. but when he speaks, you have to listen. Because if you don't, he can cut your mic off. He's got all of us. I just say every, everybody out there that knows, um, I didn't, I wasn't, um, what's the word, the adjective I'm looking for? I wasn't, uh, I didn't pin any money on my shirt today. You know, mm-hmm. that I, birthday? Yeah, I was, uh, what was the word I used yesterday? Would it be uh, tacky? Be tacky, yeah. yeah tacky so. is the word. I, so I wasn't tacky yeah. today. And so, so he's at 20. Luke is now on the downside of 40. He's on the decline. 
toward middle age, and he's showing it. You know, and I actually like that shirt. Both For sure. Yeah, those are coming back. Wow, you are. Yep, you're, you're reaching that point, <laughs> Luke. Where if Kelly Sander likes your clothes, it's not going back. Shouldn't hate that Philly cheesesteak guy. <laughs> wonder, wonder if he's got some oatmeal here. Oh yeah, well Kelly's compliment your clothes, Luke. You need to go and take a hard look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hardly a Hollywood fashion plate, you know, for sure. But happy birthday, Luke. Yeah, happy birthday, Luke. Want to thank uh, the guys down here at Four Street Bar and Grill, Slade White. Uh, and his crew, uh, absolutely great lunch. We encourage everybody to come down here uh, and enjoy the enjoy all the Southern Miss stuff everywhere. And uh, you get some really good food. Yeah, and tri- trivia on different weeknights. You can follow them on, on Facebook. They'll tell you, you know, when they're going to have trivia. It's really a good time, especially for us middle-aged folks, too. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I'm not middle-aged. That would be you, Luke. <laughs> I'm not middle-aged. Yeah. He's fighting it in there, Bob. Yeah, he's, he's, Kelly, you and I will. We're middle-aged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no fighting it, Luke. It, it'll overtake you in the end. So no baseball tonight. They'll do a doubleheader tomorrow, one and four, and then we'll see about Sunday. Iffy with a capital I, right? Oh, a huge capital I. And uh, where did you get that shirt? At Academy Sports. <laughs> yes. Good luck to whoever's selling Monmouth this week. Yeah. yeah. Because they are a handful. <laughs> we'll be back Monday, 1 o'clock. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Slade White for having us down here. Until Monday, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Mississippi Media Production.